Hello, and welcome to First and Last Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Satara, your hosts for an exciting journey into the world of real estate rentals. Each episode, we dive into everything you need to know about renting, offering top tips for both renters and landlords. We also have amazing conversations with special guests from all aspects of the rental world, keeping you informed and entertained. So join us for a practical and engaging journey into residential leasing. Gain valuable insights, expert advice, lots of laughs as we share our experiences and funny stories. Welcome to First and Last Podcast, where renting becomes a breeze. Let's get started. Okay, we're starting again. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle, and I'm here with the beautiful and talented Satara Lee. Hey, everyone. Today's episode is going to be all about hilarious rental experiences with a special guest and our dear friend, Pandora Mahinik. Pandora is a senior leasing manager for a global real estate company in Toronto. She's worked in multifamily real estate for over 13 years, specifically in leasing and helping thousands of people find homes here in the Toronto city. So we're going to be laughing, learning as we share our personal experiences in the rental world. That's right. So Sitara and I will be asking Pandora and each other questions about the real world behind renting. Now, Pandora and I go way back and uh, like me, she's seen it all (laughs) in the rental world. And we're super excited to have her here today to talk a little bit about uh, her perspectives when it comes to residential renting. Hi, guys. Hi, Pandora. Hi, Pandora. We really loved our last lease and last. So I thought like it would be great to do this regularly. So let's get started. Let's do it. So Penner, my first question for you is, and I think in our last lease and laugh, we actually talked about people submitting really funny things with their applications. So can you tell us a time when someone did that with you? Oh, outside of, you know, the usual eight by tens of you know copies of their id or you know someone wants to you ask for um the all of the occupants id they will send in a family portrait (laughs) you know an eight by ten family portrait that's i love it that's nice to receive yeah Um, yeah but i think the worst for me was probably a credit report that was completely doctored and Mm. They had changed the credit score. They had changed the name, but they mm-hmm. didn't realize that the fonts were absolutely different. They tr- <laughs> they tried. They really did try. They also forgot down at the bottom of a credit report the name. There's a your name is also printed on each page at the bottom, but I it was so small that they didn't uh, recognize that they had forgot that part. Yeah. So when we did receive it, we we ran our own report and it went from seven eighty to five ten. Oh my God. <laughs> so oh my always God. check, always double check that your documents are correct. Make sure you look at the fine print. Make sure, because you know, we're in a savvy world now where people yeah. can change documents. Always double check. And, Absolutely. you know, with applications, you do have permission. Well, some of them with property management companies, um, you do have the opportunity to run your own. So always be diligent with your, um, looking at your documents yeah. for sure. and i bet that that happens a lot nowadays more than ever not just mm-hmm. credit reports but employment letters pay stubs absolutely. you name it so absolutely 100 percent yeah i will check everything 
And if you're going to commit fraud, guys, do it the right way. <laughs> Check your fraud. Absolutely. <laughs> Read it again. Double check. <laughs> All right. Well, Pandora, next question for you. Do you have any crazy stories about like extremely angry tenants? I I'm sure you have, but like, what's something you remember where they're just like off the rocker upset? You know, you, you really want to try to make sure that you're um, preventing these, these um, angry moments, but there, it, it does happen, you know. Um, I think I had one ten years ago. I was new to the building. I hadn't really known, you know, what the building was like mm. um, in terms of the current tenants. Mm -hmm. And mm. I, I had such a great time with these moving these people in. They were they were really they're like tree huggers. They're great people, and everything was fine. And then I'd say about three or four days after move in. They called me furious and I couldn't believe the turnaround. I was like, what's going on guys? Uh -uh. They said there is so much weed smell coming through their vents because it is an older building. Mm. So the venting okay. system, you could smell through cooking, you could smell all of it, but I wasn't aware. So I couldn't communicate that uh -huh. through the showing. Um, and the tenants ended up sleeping on the balcony for a week until oh my god! Find a new place to live. <laughs> oh, no, like sleeping bags the and building. everything. They refused <laughs> no. to live in the unit. It like, did they think deal. they were gonna get high or something off the smell of the marijuana, or they were just you. like, I don't, I can't deal. And they, I can't deal. It was a, it was, mm. a, I can't. It was probably a, a mishmash of both, but yeah. they were. It was unacceptable for them. They blamed me. It was all my fault of that course, tenants yeah. were smoking weed in the building. But I honestly, genuinely didn't know. So I really think um, it's a good thing to find out the demographics in your buildings. Find out where your pain points are mm -hmm. in your, you know, your hallways, your smells, your their best time to go to a building. You know, just things yeah. that are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? She has a large. They're doing a a fire inspection in my building. Oh, oh there we go. I should leave this. Sorry, this is like real life experience, guys. This, this is, is real life. Happens. This is what happens. You living get... in a rental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, should I go back and do that question, or should I? No, I think that's okay because it oh, it beeped on the when you stop talking. It's real life. But I will leave this. Maybe we'll leave this in, and I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There's that. Sorry, guys. I'm having a fire inspection in the, <laughs> my building today, and I guess that happens to tenants when they're you know everybody's work from home now, so exactly. you know these yeah. things can yeah. happen. So you kind of have to push through. So Go there's the that. <laughs> They're going to move on to a question for Michelle, actually. Uh, Michelle, do you remember any situation that caused you to get really worried? All of them. All of them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, there's been so many situations where I'm worried, of course. I always want to make sure that everyone's happy and moved in and everything's flawless and as we all know, that just never happens. There's always going to be something that goes wrong, you know, from one thing to another. Um, so that being said, 
I think the one thing that got me really worried once, and this was several years ago, and I pride myself on being organized and all this fun stuff. But when a client is applying, they're providing you with the deposit check. Mm. Okay. Sometimes things go missing, right? So I'm not saying I lost the check or anything like that, but a check went missing. Now imagine <laughs> tenants approved, you're ready to go, but accounting's like, where's the money? I, but I gave the check. Well, we don't have it. And now it's like a hunting game. Where's the check? Everyone's like, I don't know. I didn't touch. So now at the end of the day, you're left, you know, having to talk to the tenant and say, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to cancel that check and get me a new check. And it's quite embarrassing. So that's something that definitely worries me all the time. It happened once and never did it again, but definitely a scary thought to lose someone's quote unquote money, I guess, not really losing it, but it's an inconvenience for the tenant. So yeah, that, that to me is, is, I know that may not sound scary, but it's really scary. <laughs> Losing really scary. Money. Really yeah, scary. Are you going through this, Nora? Yeah. You're like, wow, my rent's not going to get paid this month. Because yours will. <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine the tenant's like, what? Thousands of, like, you know. Yeah. So it's not a fun conversation. That being said, Satara, I do have a question for you. Mm. Now, as we all know, real estate rentals, it's not a glamorous, you know, uh, it's not a glamorous industry per se. It can be, but there's a lot of times where you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and get a little bit dirty. Um, what's a time where you have had to do that, where you had to, you know, get in there and give your 150% and roll up those sleeves and get dirty? Um, actually I have a specific time that happened. So like when I used to work with you guys, actually, you guys remember I used to like dress up. I'm like in like boots and nice heels and I'm wearing skirts and dresses. So I lived at one of the properties, um, that I worked under and it was snowing. It was snowing really hard. And I mean, like, this is like Canadian weather, guys. It's, it's, it is blizzard level. And snow removal hasn't come yet. But this property, mm-hmm. like, was perfectly located in the fact that, like, to get out, you have to go up a really steep kind of slope out the driveway. And there was a parking arm. So if you didn't clear out that snow, most of the time cars are not coming out. And at that time, I actually drove a manual. So Tell me how <laughs> you're just seeing people leave and I'm getting ready for the day. I'm ready. I'm in my car. People are like cars are just slowly sliding backwards out because they have no traction on how steep that slope is. Girls, tell me how I had to get out with my little miniature shuffle in my like full gear ready for work. Just digging oh, out. Man. People are like watching me I'm like yo I gotta get to work on time and I'm on the phone <laughs> talking to the team like where is the snow removal meanwhile just like they're digging up the snow I'm sweating I'm so mm-hmm. sweaty at this point hubby is not even there to help me because I would have just sent him to do it but I'm there shoveling <laughs> the snow and like I finally clear out the snow so that the cars can kind of get out and like people are just driving away and I'm just sitting there like I cannot believe I just Clear the snow for like such a huge property just so cars can get out. 
Oh, so not just for your car. I was under the assumption yeah. it was your, you were clearing it for everyone, all yeah. the tenants. <laughs> yeah, everyone just like, luckily people started like getting involved too. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> she was landscaping. Yeah, you guys pay me for contracts, but pretty much like, I'm happy, like, at least some people came out and helped out as well. But like, I was legit there yeah. in my little booties, like, digging out the snow and I was like maybe I should just call in sick like I don't know maybe I should just call it sick today but yeah that was uh definitely one of my roll up my sleeves get dirty get into it fix yeah. the situation um get your workout in that morning situation yeah pretty much for the whole week <laughs> for the whole week um so a question actually for Pandora off the top of your head, do you have any most memorable times in property management? Um, memorable time. I would say memorable time for me is a relationship I had built with this older lady. She was um, living in, a, in an old age home and she was living in this tiny little room and she didn't really have too much family or anything. And she was paying a just astronomical amount. I think it was like 4500 for just this mm. tiny little room. She had a little TV in there, one little single bed and just some papers and stuff like that. And she kept telling me, I want out of here. I need to get out. And I, I built this relationship with her like she was my actual grandmother. And it was such a loving, close relationship. I went out of my way to come visit her. And this was just when COVID was ramping up, but we hadn't, we weren't really aware of it. So, oh, wow. yeah. So I had gone in there, I'd gone to, to fill out the application for her. Um, you know, the next visit was to sign her lease. And then the third visit was when COVID was actually full on and, mm -hmm. I had to pick up documents from her in wearing gloves, a mask, you um, know, had to wipe yeah. down the documents with, with these were like the lockdown days, right? These were yeah. the when it just started, it was yeah. like panic mode. So yeah. and then I felt really scared that am I moving this old lady, older lady from a, you know, right. safe space where there's nurses and stuff to yeah. a building, but come to yeah. find out the main the main issue a lot of the issues were actually in old age homes and she had been removed we had gotten her out before that so mm -hmm. she was by herself secluded in a, an mm -hmm. apartment and she was safe so oh, yeah, i remember amazing. you know the timing of it was was yeah. awesome she yeah. was such an amazing human and turns out she'd been a government official for like 30 years and she shared all these stories and she was so appreciative oh, and she um she's like what after her moving she's like I get meals on wheels, but there's no seasoning. <laughs> I need I need other food. So I um I refer. You didn't her cook for her, did you? Did you go <laughs> no, like the meal prep service? I don't know what seasoning I put in, but so she uh, she I referred her to someone I knew that did Caribbean cooking because she was Caribbean and she she'd asked for that. And um, you know, it it worked. So I'm really happy I built that relationship with her um and it was great she felt like she had someone so she she does come looking for me whenever mm -hmm. you know uh, she needs something nice. so yeah. it, it was it was so nice yeah that's so sweet and potentially i mean i don't want to say you prevented her from getting covid but you possibly prevented her from a, a mm -hmm. from a bad situation had she yeah. stayed in the senior center right the, senior the timing wow right it was just so crazy yeah. Yeah, no, that's a 
totally a heartfelt story. Yeah. Yeah. Get that. I love that. I love those stories. Yeah. Um, now, question for you again, Pandora. Um, so how do you stay calm? How do you stay calm? I know, like that question. Henry, how do you stay calm? That's a question for me. <laughs> how do you stay calm, Pandora, in the when you're like in a face-to-face situation that's probably going sour? How do you stay calm? Because you're so good at it. I I try. I do try. No, you're amazing. You know, I think <laughs> I think because I'm I'm somebody that pretty much laughs at everything. I yeah. always find um, you know, the humor in things, but you know, you have to stay professional in these situations and um I think you have to really first thing remember that it's not you. Okay. It's not you they're coming for. They're coming for the situation. Okay. You know, moving is really one of the most stressful things you can go through. I mean, looking for an apartment, applying for the apartment, being approved, you know, the financial burden that it is for first and last, the moving costs, and then actually moving, I think is something you have to always remember. This person is not coming for me. They are coming for the situation. Always empathize, empathize with them that, you know, understand where they're coming from, what they're, what they're feeling, and then try to find the resources to fix it you know, apologize that they're feeling that way, acknowledge that, and then just do your best, you know, do your best to see it through and then follow up, follow up with it. Did it, what did we do? Did it get fixed? Don't just leave someone on, you know, okay, this is what you're going to do because you don't know, did it get fixed? And then they're going to come find you again, or they're going to go looking for someone else and complain on you that you didn't fix the situation. You didn't help them. So just see it through empathize I love that word and um you know remember it's just not you yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and guys Pandora's her suggestions take them to heart because there have been times I remember when I used to do meet and greets and I was like Pandora are you coming you're like oh no I can't I'm like "Uh uh-uh you're coming please come (laughs) I can't do this they still do that they still do I still I cannot do this greeting without you and then she's like okay fine now come and then the whole time like she didn't arrive here or i think you were busy or whatever and they're talking and they're everyone's angry and then pandora shows up and everyone's like happier and i'm like oh this is what i needed this is this is this is how we need to handle tenants someone with you know charisma to you know talk to them and get on their level because sometimes it's hard. It is hard it sometimes is. to get on that level with tenants because sometimes they have grievances and it's been a while for their voice, like their voices to be heard. And then, you know, it really can escalate. And then you're just like, how do I handle this? And you're caught and you're caught in situations sometimes between, you know, you have to be professional and you have to stick with the company guidelines and not say the wrong thing. But you may feel something completely different about the situation and want to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But you, you know, yeah. well, unfortunately, this is the rule that yeah. uh, this is, you know what I mean? So you're caught. Remain professional, but empathetic yeah. at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So you have yeah. to find that happy place. And once you've gone through it a few times, it becomes natural. You know how to respond because it's sort of just the same, you know. You'll go through situations, but you know how to respond. Yeah. Absolutely. It becomes a habit almost. And yeah, everything that that you said, Pandora, those are amazing 
points yeah. that everyone should live by in general. Be be empathetic towards others yeah, and sure. show patience. Show patience through the process because as lacing professionals, you know, we've done this a million times that we almost it's monotonous. We just know, get yeah. this, get that, let's go, let's go, but not realizing the individual, this is their first time renting maybe, or they're new to the country and it's very overwhelming. So you almost have to hold their hand sometimes and just have that level of, of patience and empathy, as you said. Yeah, that happened to me one time where this young lady, she had, was just moving out of her parents' house and yeah. I hadn't didn't know that part. But, I, you know, as least, like you said, leasing, you just automatically assume everybody should just know this. Okay. This is normal because it's normal to us. But some people yeah. are just getting their first apartment. And you know, she had to stop me because I was like, a, I was showing frustration that she didn't know. Mm. And I was still, um, so I said, she said, I don't know this. This is my first apartment. She came for me. Like she mm. said, I don't know. Yeah. And I, it, it took, I'll never it forget you. it. Took me back. And I said, whoa, yeah, slow down. Yeah. Not everybody knows what you know. Mm -hmm. So just relax, calm down, and explain it from from the beginning to the end. That's just right. go through the process. And she was young, but she looked older, so you just assume, like, you know, yeah. but she was probably, like, 19 years old. And I didn't realize that. So yeah. learning moment for me, I never did it again. I always, yeah, I never took for granted that people know. That's right. And never assume. That's another thing that I, I've learned on the job is, never assume anything about Absolutely. anyone start yeah. from the beginning treat everyone like a brand new friend that's that's one thing that i've learned um speaking uh, about you know building these relationships pandora how do you build rapport or trust with a tenant or prospective tenant for the first time like these people are calling or emailing you initially like you don't know them you're scheduling yeah. the appointment meet them at the property and within like 10 minutes they're at the bank getting you a four thousand dollar check sometimes six grand how do you do that like are they googling you and like who is this woman i don't know pandora like how does that how do you build that trust with that prospective tenant for them to give up this money right away i mean it starts with being beautiful of course. <laughs> <laughs> Give us all your money. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I think you just have to make sure that you have, they have all of your contact information. You make sure, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're coming through the channels. You're making sure that your company is attached to those channels, email, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, and you, your conversations, you know, they're very transparent. Make sure you're transparent about everything. Make sure they can reach you at any time. Make sure that it's not, you know, it's, it doesn't raise any red flags. Like, what are you doing? Are you, you know, your words that you use, be professional all the time. Just yeah. make sure that they understand and always be able to answer questions. Mm -hmm. No matter what the question is, even if it's a crazy question to you and you feel offended, maybe like, hmm, who are you? Why are you here? Just be like, you know, just answer the questions, no matter what the question is, just so they feel more reassured. Remember, like you said, these people are showing up to um, random buildings and handing you over thousands of dollars in a hallway, yeah. you know, yeah. and you in a world where there's so much fraud that, you know, Absolutely. they don't know yes. they're trusting you. and. Yeah. It also it also has heavy on them 
to trust you. You know what I mean? You can do your part, but it's also on them. Mm-hmm. And if right. they really don't, those steps don't don't work. Find, have a place where they can meet, so they can go to the actual office, right? They yeah. can go to the head office to drop off the check, or right. even if they don't want that, find a way for them to transfer it. There's all kinds of ways that will settle someone who doesn't feel comfortable, but for the most part, people do. They you just feel they feel a sense of genuine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. genuine, right? So just right. always be transparent genuine and answer any questions they have and always be reachable by those sources and google (laughs) (laughs) i always say that though like when you go into a showing it doesn't matter where you go first impressions make a huge difference right it's it's like you got to make a friend in five minutes you got to get them you the deposit check in 20 minutes and yep. smile goes a, a, a long way long and just way. asking them questions how are you did you get yeah. to the property okay did you never mind selling the unit you're selling yourself and you're you're finding out about the client that's very use important. their name use their name absolutely you know, their name their nothing name. there's no sweeter yeah. sound than your own name they say yeah. right or I make little jokes when someone will hand me a hand me a big check I was like wow now we can go shopping or you know what I mean? Like I'll make <laughs> yeah. it light. I'll make yeah. it light. So they're not just handing and I'm just pulling it. I'll make a funny joke because I do that often. And of uh, you know, it just it makes it a lighter situation and it's it's just fun, you know. And then you they they go, you can give a receipt, make sure you have a business card, they can yes. you can sign the receipt. There's a million ways that you can really find to make someone's comfort level um That's much better in that situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I've had people throw checks in my car as I'm doing a drive-by because there's nowhere to stop. I'm at like downtown Toronto, just flipping it in my yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a receipt later. Bye. Yeah, and the passersby Legit. are like, what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> professional deal. <laughs> totally professional. You do what you got to do to go. get the deal done, right? On the go. on the go. <laughs> wheels on wheels. <laughs> deals on wheels. <laughs> deals on wheels. That. We're branding that. Deals on wheels. I love it. Deals on wheels. That'd be quick. That's so funny. But, you know, talking about renting and kind of building a trust by being light, I kind of have a question. Like, how was it? Okay, have you ever had a really small apartment? And how did you get Mm. it rented? Because I know for a fact we had some tiny and i mean like oh yeah guys, so we're talking about tiny this is the size of what hong kong tiny apartments are like the studios like they're tiny tiny yeah like 200 yeah. 250 square feet how did you get it rented no less less i'm sure pandora's done less than 200 square feet units i know we actually rented. the smallest unit i ever rented you staged actually. oh really? yeah He's- you staged it it was actually a really tiny unit not even i could see the vision i was like oh this is toast but and it had sat for i think guys maybe five months it had sat it was a ground floor unit it had sat forever yeah Yeah. and it was on the ground floor as soon as you walk in oh and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. not just small, but undesirable <laughs> location in the building, noisy location, yeah, like no all the things wants. that can go wrong with this unit are going wrong. Absolutely. And then I just reached out to the, uh, stage God 
And <laughs> we made it happen. That unit was rented in less than a week. It sat for five months, rented in less than a week. And so I was like, man, I just put the furniture in there. Now I gotta <laughs> yeah. take it out again. <laughs> She's annoyed. She's got to take it out. <laughs> right? It was hard. It was man, a lot of scheduling. To yeah. To move yeah. the furniture around was a total like hazard of like, getting the things in, getting the things out. So whenever we did it, like Penderson, we picked a lot of units that sat for such a long time and then staged right. it. But I still, I think I remember which property that was. <laughs> and, and I think you had, you had in your mind, you're like, okay, I'm going to put this bachelor unit in a bachelor apartment, like the bachelor furniture in a bachelor apartment. And there was one table that literally took over the whole entire kitchen because it was really... <laughs> It was really that small of an apartment, <laughs> but they came and they loved it. And they're still there to this day. Oh, really? Years, right? They're oh, still wow. there to this day. Wow. So super cool. Yeah. Like it was, that was so helpful. And, um, you know, times where apartments are just not, you just can't, they just can't get it. I have literally laid down on the floor in the bedroom. <laughs> like this on the floor. So I'm like, and I'm selling yeah. my butt off. I'm like, yeah. yeah and you're place. you're not short, Pandora. So no. you know, you're a good no. representation to to see if a bed can fit. I'm not saying your size of a bed, but I'm, you know, I'm bed size. viewers, how tall are you so they can yeah. visually right get an idea? Five ten, legit ten. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, look, you can walk around my feet. You, there's yeah. still room on this side. This, this is how much you would need for the pillow. And yeah, I'm yeah. literally <laughs> gauging it with my entire body. Like, I love it. The it was, it's, and I do yeah. it all the time. Not, that's this is not one all the time. I love it. I love it. Getting and that's why you do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, no, no, no. You don't have to lay down in the dirt. <laughs> oh yes, I do. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I'm gonna show you. You can fit in that tub. I'm gonna show you. You can fit in this room. <laughs> even tubs, even tubs. They're like, oh, the shower head. I'm like, oh, yeah. let me get in and show you. <laughs> There's Pandora's putting your shower cap on, the towel, and yeah. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Yeah. So speaking of showings, I have one last question for you, Pandora. Any crazy stories or situations that you had on a showing anything oh. that disastrously wrong or something you can remember i think there's just uh oh man showings if we could have our own reality show sometimes with these showings i tell you i've been um, saying it for years <laughs> anything anything from you know showing someone the actual appliances and the and the so an example, I went to show the shower, like how, you know, I went, oh, look at these are the things not realizing the freaking shower thing was facing me. And I <laughs> shower turned it full, yes, I turned it full blast <laughs> oh, over my. me and I just played it like I was like, oh, oh, so of course. And then I just pretended and I continued on with the showing like it never happened. I was drenched, guys. Were you so wearing a white shirt like that too? I hope not. I can't remember, but it was so 
I could so always remember when you're trying yes. these things to make yeah. sure that you turn the shower head <laughs> facing the wall because boy it was so God. it was so so funny guys and then situations where you know we live in in Toronto and you get you, you have high rise buildings that unfortunately have pest control issues mm-hmm. so sometimes you know you go to the unit prior and you want to double check to make sure that those units are clean before you do go in with a prospect but sometimes there'll be a visitor that you didn't plan for and uh, unexpected <laughs> occupant has entered unexpected, the unit. Right? So sometimes yeah. they don't see it and you can like move your body and, and direct them into another another room. You'd be like, hey, right. let's go look at the bedroom because you see, you know, yeah. this guy. And you hope the so. occupant hides in a closet or something, right? And you don't <laughs> want to be de- dishonest, but you just really want to make sure that, okay, I'm not going to lose the sale because I know I can treat this unit before mm-hmm. you get in, right? right. So so that's that's a way to avoid that. But um, just situations scary like situations. that. Mm. Right. Or they'll open a cupboard and there's like a trap inside. And now you're going to have that Uh, uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I think these these conversations become numb after a while. Like you have an answer like that. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's so rampant in the city. It doesn't matter if you're Mm. Toronto, New York, any large city. It's anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I live on an island in a little like tropical island in Hong Kong. We have cockroaches everywhere because it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not even city cockroaches. Now these are jungle cockroaches. Guys are like four or five times the size of Toronto. It's okay. I'm bed. I'm bedside. Sometimes I'm walking and like, I think, I think it's a frog, but it's like this little huge cockroach. And they're slow because they're so big. But that's yeah, like one of the waddling. things. Is like they're everywhere, everywhere worldwide. There's <gasps> luckily there's none in my unit, thank God. But it is so normal, and I think a lot of people are like, "I want to live in a place that has no cockroaches, nothing." And it's like you cannot guarantee that. It's it's almost impossible to guarantee something like that. Even hotels have like bugs. How can you guarantee? You can't. It's not possible. Exactly. Yeah. Whenever you have people that much people coming in and out, you just really can't control it. You really just have to have like a way to Yeah. Exactly. The way to control it. And um I think that's what matters. I mean, but then if you do see a roach and you're you're caught in the in the moment and you can always make light of it, you know. I I have said things like, Oh, these guys beat you here. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can always make light, <laughs> light of the conversation. It doesn't so have funny. to be such a serious thing, right? So, and then Absolutely. then you let them know what you'll be doing, and mm-hmm. then hope that they'll take the apartment. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. This is why we're so happy to have you on Pandora. And you know, all jokes aside, though, like. If you're having some challenges with your landlord or with your tenant, you know, always speak to uh, a professional, whether that's a property manager or a leasing specialist in your area, someone like Pandora, um, you know, they can help guide you a little bit more and help you out when it comes to, to looking for a rental or, or helping you out with a, with a renter. Um, so we're really, really grateful to have you on today. Uh, you're a special, special guest, and it was so fun laughing with you on this episode. We really appreciate having you, Pandora. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I had a ball. Um, I miss you guys. You guys are, you know, my 
partners in crime when it comes to that uh, to leasing. So it's been, it's a different experience without you. But um, you know, I love you, and I'm glad that you guys are still there for me to reach out when I need stuff. You know, and we're all here to help each other. So I love that. Yeah, thank you for thinking about me for this. This is pretty awesome. Love you, Pandora. Thank, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you guys again for listening. And if you have any questions or need advice with renting your property or finding a place, as always, reach out to Michelle. She can re recommend a leasing specialist in your area. And for marketing, social media, and home staging, just like what we talked about, you can contact me. Um, we have important resources and our contacts and Pandora's contacts linked up in the show notes below. So join us for our next podcast where we'll share tips and practices to improve your experience as a landlord or renter. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace professional legal advice. We are not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast. The views expressed in this podcast may not be those of the host or the management. This podcast is solely for entertainment purposes. Please consult a licensed professional.